Welcome to the Better Days Podcast, where we discuss Black issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Milo the Magnificent. What's up? Gabby the Virtuous. Hey, hey. And me, Bobby the Divine, are three Black women serving you our unfiltered POV with a dose of mental health remedy. Please note, we ain't got our papers, okay? We're not licensed yet, but we are master's level students and counselors in training. These are opinions based on our personal and professional experiences. All names have been changed to protect all parties involved. The topics we discuss may be sensitive. So if you're in a crisis, please seek a mental health professional. Check out Therapy for Black Girls or Psychology Today for a list. Or if you need immediate assistance, please call 911. Teach me the way. Oh, oh my gosh. Hey. We are here. Hi. Where are we? All right. Yeah, is it really recording for real? For yes, it is. Okay, it's for real. Right. <laughs> so we are started. I will cut this part out. So I like that. that was cute. That was, yeah. I mean, they can have that if they want it. <laughs> <laughs> this is us as people. It is. Milo, Gabby, Bobby. Hey. hey. Hello. All right, let's check it. All right, all right. Uh, how's everybody feeling today? Uh, you, you know what? It's um, it's it was a challenging week. Okay, yes. I think I, it was I, better I, than the week before. I, I concur. I concur. But it it's it's been interesting. Yeah. Um, um I will say that. Sorry, mm-hmm. not to no, cut no, you, but um, I wanted to give a little note mm-hmm. on a technical scale. Mm-hmm. Um, for all you iPhone users, <laughs> do not hold your phone in your hand mm-hmm. and press any buttons okay it calls the police <gasps> what no wait what <laughs> yeah is that a new what? like feature thingy? i don't know because i knew that like once it was off and like if you did something like, like you slide the the screen to like the, the other right. way right yeah. it will give you the emergency call yeah but apparently if you are just squeezing it or holding it or whatever like kind of tight or maybe that comes on at some point Mm. And, and then it, really... it actually calls the emergency, like nine one one. Wow! And what do you mean with tense grip? Like, what but I actually <laughs> like that because if you're running so, through your right. life or something, no, it, it is a beautiful feature yeah. when you are actually in danger. And but not black, uh, <laughs> not black. But when you're in an argument, <laughs> sitting in a car, and yeah. then three cops pull up on you. <gasps> oh no! Saying. Ma'am, please get out of the car and oh, come no. over this way. Are you being hurt? Are you okay? Oh no! What's going on? Wow! I think that's <laughs> that's good to know. I was like, they this, oh my! Which iPhone is this? This is uh the what is this? The eleven? Oh, or whatever the new shit new is. That's an interesting so, feature. Uh, iPhone. So 11. you know. <laughs> I mean, they found you through the GPS. They they... Well, the GPS is always on. on so, yeah, yeah, which is well, fine it, for that purpose. Yeah. But I didn't ever anticipate it being like whatever. And then, <laughs> then it's like, what was your argument about? And it's like, it's kind of a but, but Because oh, it's all recorded. And then I look and it's like a 23-minute 23, uh, 23 <gasps> call to 911. And, and like, oh, no. shit. And you guys were arguing? Yeah. Oh, police so, rolled up. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, he's like, are you okay? Like, he, he's giving me this whole, like, the safety. <laughs> you are safe. If you need 
someone blink three, three times. times. And then his partner came, like he literally had three dudes at the car wow. surrounded. And it was like, well, get your things and go to your car and <laughs> we'll make sure he goes away. <gasps> wow. And I was like, <laughs> little did they know, Milo. <laughs> I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I know wow. dude was so pissed. So, you called the police. And that was the, that was the other thing was I bet you're glad. <laughs> Wait, what? You feel safe now, don't you? <laughs> like well, I mean we're not dead. So, yeah, so. this could have gone completely. completely oh yeah, yeah, this could have gone and, completely um, slim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I was fiddling with my my um, shawl thing, yeah, and like he like kept looking at me to see like if I was about to pull a gun, like you know oh, he got a little his yeah. back got up a little like yeah. no just the phone no, I'm showing you the, the literally These just the clean and slim situation yeah. like just wow. the phone bro it's my hands just just throw. This is good. let me just go get my keys wow. pardon me <laughs> good grief can, can you pass excuse me can you pass the, <laughs> the keys and the clicker to my um my my, so my, garage. Garage. my, my garage. garage get out of here so, yeah you know yeah, you <laughs> they want you to go exactly <laughs> so. i'm just gonna call it an evening <laughs> so anyway i mean go ahead bobby that was a lively <laughs> check in wow go ahead bob it's all you love my uh my uh, my life has not been as eventful so <laughs> i went to work i went to school i am here <laughs> I mean, I did that in between. In between. Yeah. <laughs> in between. Well, in between. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I agree. Um, for me, Gabby, um, it's just more self-reflection and stuff. Like, I feel mm. like things keep popping up to try me. To be like, yes. okay, but can you handle it mm. without knock a few buck playing in your head? Can yeah. you handle it <laughs> without the New York tour coming out? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. ah, now yeah. I sound like yeah. me, ma. Like, are you dumb? <laughs> like, you That's know. Uh, <laughs> is this you dumb. Uh, <laughs> uh, without the Jamaican coming out of me, without like the, the angry abuela coming out, like without all of the accents well, that live not, in my head. Doing the, the stupid uh, bumper clock meme. Yeah. <laughs> a misusing bumper clock. Like, oh my gosh, God. I can't knock on, knock on, I hold mean, you, but I did yell out justice. I was just. Justice! Cause I'm telling Mama what happened, and I was like, "We want justice. We want justice. Justice will be. We want justice." And so this she was laughing. Like they messed up my order. Like, <laughs> no, it was you that. See, I'm sorry, y'all. I be channeling. You, yeah. I be channeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like, okay, let me calm down, not for my blood pressure's sake. So that um, Milo, who's having a great day on the other side of the planet, could be okay. I imagine Milo like at a Starbucks line. Like, Why do I want justice right now? Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's it, though. I just be minding my gosh darn business, and then I just have this wave flood over me. It's like heat, like I'm in menopause, and then I'm like. That's not me. You're like, what's happening? What's going on? Yeah. Literally, 30 minutes later, here go Gab. Don't <laughs> <laughs> even say a word. <laughs> that was it. Oh, and they messed up her smoothie. Yeah, they did the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Two hours for a smoothie, y'all. Where? Literally what? two hours what for a smoothie. America? Where? Yeah. Um, 
Ross? Not Raw Ross. something. Yeah. You know they're all called Raw mm. something. At <laughs> point. But yeah, but just like those moments like that, like, okay, so these people are trying you. How? What are you going to do about it? And how are you going to handle it? I've that? gone through like the church, amen, let the Jesus say. I've gone through the knuckle buck. I've gone through being overly professional. And mm. so I feel like this week taught me how to find that balance where I'm comfortable defending myself. Mm-hmm. Well, not even defending myself, but... Being asking, assertive, is, being assertive, yeah. asking what I des- for what I deserve, and being vocal in a way that can communicate to the other person like this wasn't right or this was right. right or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's some pretty good uh, stuff this week. I'm like I said, mine was pretty uneventful. I went to work. <laughs> I went to school. I got a new client. Hey, Yay! he's like an that. interesting kid. Nice family. Okay. But yeah, no, nothing uh, extravagant going on. So and you've missed the cycle wave, TMI. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You won't talk I am about that. at this point. I think I'm like nine days away. Hey man, as I, I should have. <laughs> Milo has a very strong cycle. Everyone, she tends to pull people into her orbit. Uh, sorry, <laughs> even my cat. <laughs> <laughs> So the she's like, they want justice. <laughs> Cat, random male, random male. Because um, yes, my boyfriend is also in his mood cycle you know, now too. It's it's amazing because I, I I I am the calm one. But she's you're the alpha female. But apparently, 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 apparently. you ain't get me yet. I know. Um, yeah, I tend to. Um, I haven't gotten you. Yeah, you haven't gotten yet. me yet. But Bo- Bobby's Bobby's strong. Look, no, I'm Bobby's feeling, gotten me look, strong. I'm feeling it because my breasts are tender, so I know it's coming. <laughs> she, no, but she I just haven't. Me. I just haven't gotten you on board with the team completely. But, but we're working on it. No, she my, pull me into orbit sooner. Or later. Yeah, Milo got me. Then Bobby got me. Then it was like, okay, well, sh- joint custody. All right. <laughs> um, and then Milo's like, nah, son, I got this. I got this one. So, yeah. Yeah. The moon is full. The moon is full. Yeah. Well, so what are we what are we talking about today, ladies? All right, we're talking about toxic mothers. Mm. All right, ladies. So, what makes a mother toxic? Mm. It's mm. a lot of things. <clears throat> Well, I feel like we just threw that out, you guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> our first segment <laughs> uh, was inspired by um, Black China and yes. her mother. Yeah, Tokyo Tony. Tokyo Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being millennials out here dealing with these uh, gen, whatever they are, gen Z. Yeah, I don't know what they are. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but just looking at the relationship between mothers yeah. and daughters more specifically. So yeah. I, I like the idea of looking at um, Black China and her mom uh, specifically because they are very much out in the open. Right? Yeah. They're they putting they put it all out there for the world to see. Correct. And so, you know, on every I mean, platform on, on every man. platform no, specifically the Zeus platform yeah. apparently. <laughs> that, that's not an ad for them. I don't know. <laughs> they they know. This is not sponsored. But um but I, I think it's interesting because we kind of see their relationship play out in the public eye. Right. And every time you see them, it's combative. It's absolutely toxic. Um, and they vacillate. It's too, isn't it? They vacillate between like one extreme to the next. And so um, this episode <clears throat> that we watched was them reun- reuniting after um being apart for a year they haven't spoken to each other right. for unknown reasons apparently to everyone because nobody knows why they're not speaking 
Um, it seems like an accumulation of mm-hmm. several things yes. over time. And China just backed away from her mom. Yeah. And there seems to be a lot of pettiness in between. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, yeah. It's definitely, it's a difficult uh, subject to tackle. Um, because there is a lot of talk about missing fathers in the Black community. <clears throat> but what is left is a lot of mothers taking care of kids. And that Absolutely. is a very, a lot of single moms. Um, and that is a very stressful thing for any person to do married Absolutely. or single um and so it's possible it's going to be likely that you're going to encounter parents who are not that great at right it. and then that doesn't uh, to your point we have to also take into account young moms teen mm-hmm. moms mm-hmm. so now you have younger grandmothers yeah and that relationship and that di- dynamic mm-hmm. in one home yeah um who's teaching children who? yeah children teaching children and all of these things that are under one roof. So that causes strain on the original mother-daughter relationship and then feeds down into the grandchildren Mm -hmm. and that mother-daughter relationship. So you're trying to daughter, you're trying to mother your daughter, grandmother, your grandchild, Mm -hmm. your your grandchild is trying to figure out who's in charge, Mm -hmm. may overstep the mom and look at the grandma as the mom. Yeah. And you know that creates a rift as well so there's there's so many things and in our community it just it has been almost our norm yeah yeah, yeah. And honestly we yeah. always focus on the men leaving but we don't focus on the women staying and what right. kind of environment that's creating right. um but just my little statistical fact uh the importance of mothers you know we i think we all understand you know you go to your mom when you're hurt a lot of your, your emotional support all that but statistically speaking, women who smoke will have more sexually active daughters. Just mm. that little Cigarette. tidbit. Yeah. Cigarettes. Oh. Cigarettes. Where the hell is that? You I just that. smoking. <laughs> and that's a, that's that statistic has been around since I think I was in seventh grade. Because wow. I remember like, well, my mom smokes. Does that mean I'm going to be out here busting in my <laughs> <Yeah>. dog? <laughs> that's a strange fact. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you just as a woman smoking in your house, mm. something completely unrelated is mm-hmm. now your daughter being more sexually active, okay? Mm-hmm. And at a younger age. Mm-hmm. So Now, is that due to toxins or just the environment itself? Well, the study didn't focus on, because, you know, there's no such thing as cause, it's more correlation, mm-hmm. but they didn't focus on, is it low-income areas where more okay. women are smoking? Because we know that people who make a lot of money still smoke. Yeah. Um, they didn't focus on specific regions or anything like that. They just... Mm. mentioned that in the article interesting yeah so oh yeah bobby's actively looking at it yeah yeah there is a uh uh, study from the nih Uh, this one is from 1987 i'm gonna look at studies that are more recent um but yeah that study um really shows how much environment factors into um people's behavior i would have never thought that smoking no, could do that not put two and two together no i would not not, to, not to sexual promiscuity yeah. i would have said well okay maybe rebellion yeah um things like that but i guess that's also lumped into rebellion yeah. isn't it yeah. i think maybe what it's looking at is um how lax the environment really is gotcha. like what is being allowed in the environment could be an indication of what is not being monitored True. right because i mean if like in reality mm-hmm. 
if you are a smoker, a heavy smoker, mm-hmm. a lot of the times you probably associate that with drinking. Mm-hmm. So then that's probably a time where you, the children, mm-hmm. they have access to both alcohol and cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I could see how that would work it out. Like now thinking through it, oh, yeah, but I, I just never heard that. That's, I that's definitely got to read this whole study. Again, people, the study, the, the 2008 study that piggybacks off of the original uh, study that uh, Gabby was talking about is called maternal smoking demographic and lifestyle factors in relation to daughter's age at Menach. I'm not saying I'm sure if I'm pronouncing that pro- correctly, but yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, that's definitely uh, very interesting. Good grief. Yeah. I didn't know that. My young self, my brain, the only association I could make, because, you know, I, I need an answer, okay, mm-hmm. was, well, mom doesn't care. Why should I? Mm-hmm. If she doesn't value her body, then what? Not to say that people who have sex at a young age don't value themselves, mm-hmm. but like, if mom doesn't care about her body and the importance of upkeeping it, then Mm -hmm. why should I place value on Mm -hmm. virginity or, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's definitely interesting. So then that um, actually leads into some of the things we kind of were talking about before we started recording, which is like decisions, right? Yeah. The decision-making that leads to a toxic mother, right? So like Tokyo Mm -hmm. Tony, um, when she's talking to Black China and they're having their argument, like the big argument at the end of the episode, this is episode one, off, um, also to a Black Chinaism show. Um, she keeps talking about how Tokyo wasn't there, right? Tokyo wasn't yeah. there. Tokyo's like, I was there. <clears throat> like they they have this complete like disconnect of what is what the took truth. place, yeah. yeah, of actually what took place. Their truth are completely separate. yeah. And so um, you know, in China's mind, it's like you chose men over me you chose right. whatever job she was working she was a stripper right mm-hmm. but Tokyo was a stripper too yeah. so you chose that over me and you left me with my grandma she took care of me and in tokyo's eyes she's like i didn't choose anybody over you i went to go work so i could take right. care of you and my mom you know right was the one who was helping me like she didn't see it that right. way and, you know the grandmother is the secondary but you didn't but she didn't buy you stuff i yeah. was buying you i was buying you yeah yeah. And so and I didn't choose men over you. I was married. And mm-hmm. that's part of our relationship. And yeah. that was never a, a choice. It was just a thing. And but and that's the thing, though. There are women who do do that, where they choose men oh, absolutely. over their children. Yeah. You, you hear all the time about these stories yeah. about men who have been abusing kids and the kid dies. And then they're like, where was the mom the whole time? Mm-hmm. And she was right there. But usually because my sister works for DCF. Both of my sisters have degrees in social work. Um, most of those cases, though. <laughs> There's huge amount of neglect, yeah. and if Tokyo Tony was taking care of Black China, it's, something doesn't add up. Because mm-hmm. if she was being taken care of, that usually does not yeah, correlate yeah. with her the mother choosing men over the children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there's a little gap there. So yeah. there might be just her childhood perception mm-hmm. of well, my mom was absent, yeah. and then yeah. now guys are coming in the house and. Mm-hmm. Maybe she was mostly she was more emotionally attentive to those men and not emotionally attentive to her. Yes. Yeah. So in her mind, Black China's mind, it's like, well, then you weren't there for me. Yeah. 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 I mean, you I can agree see, with that. Yeah, you can see it in the way that she speaks with China. Like as soon as she walks in the door, they're having an argument. Yeah. yeah. They hadn't seen each other in a year. No, yeah. hey, how are no you? Hugging, no hugging. No touching. Not, even, not even a hug. They didn't even say hello to each yeah, other. No. It was just like, what's up? Like yeah. she was some girl. She, on the they, they both came in. With an abrasive, ready to fight attitude. Yeah. 
So how are you supposed to be talking through your issues mm-hmm. together as mother and daughter? Like mother saying that you're looking for help because mm-hmm. she's apparently like basically homeless. Yeah. yeah. So you're looking for help and basically you're at your daughter's door to not only reconcile with her, but you want help. Mm-hmm. You're looking for a handout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you do that aggressively? Yeah. I mean, you that makes help. no sense. Because yeah. she doesn't want to humble herself. No. Right. Because no. even though there, she had... Like kind of young, she still is like, well, I'm the mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mother, she have time. to. And you can see the way they even circle each other, where they yeah. talk is like two lionesses, like yeah. <laughs> fighting for territory. Yeah. It's like this is mine. Yeah. No, this is mine. No, this is mine. Yeah. Well, the only reason why you have it is because of me. Exactly. Sacrifice that you. Sacrifice. Right? I sacrifice for you mm-hmm. to have it. Now you have it. Now it's my turn. Like right. Yeah. I deserve it because I gave it to you, and and mm-hmm. you now need to give it to me. So like, there's a thing that like we even notice about even like specifically Caribbean parents Mm -hmm. with the expectation of what the what the kid is supposed to do when they're an adult you're supposed to come and take care of me right yes now um we already know that black households already make less money period Mm -hmm. than other white um, white households in the in the country um and so we get that there's an expectation that kids will contribute to the household again at some point if they're still there you know but the expectation that now that this child has completely grown up they have their own life and they still should be taking care of you when you are able-bodied you mm-hmm. aren't you aren't the kind of grandma like back in the days you're like a 40 year old grandma right right you it's can a go completely out different yeah. situation <laughs> oh, uh, oh, you, you, yeah. you're not even oh, eligible for aarp or no. medicare or no. okay okay <laughs> you know? you're, you're eligible for a goddamn yeah. job yeah right and so you're over here complaining about you didn't get me this car. You got a four hundred thousand dollar car. Yeah. Why don't I have a four? Basically, why don't I yeah. have a four? She literally car? said, "You have three four hundred to five hundred dollar uh, thousand thousand dollar cars, fast." But were they cars. gifted to her from the men that she was with? Not yeah. sure. I don't okay. I'm not sure. But because I thought Rob Kardashian, she got probably her did. Probably, but either yeah. way, she's looking. Tokyo Tony is saying, "Well, you got me a forty thousand dollar car, mm-hmm. and it won't start." So, <laughs> so. Why don't you give me one of your cars mm-hmm. since you have three? Mm-hmm. Now, so this is the thing. And that the, what is it? The Cartier bracelet? Yeah, yeah. Oh, 40,000 is a Cartier okay, bracelet. bracelet I'm assuming she was referencing because she probably wears, Where's the Cartier uh, yeah. wears yeah. a $40,000 Cartier bracelet. Like, so look, I get Tokyo's issue there. It's like, you gave me a hoopty, right? Yeah. And, and in her I mind. Get, in her mind. Yeah. And to um, us, $40,000. Hey. Thanks. <laughs> you should have got a service. I'm pretty sure if it was forty thousand dollars, it probably came with a service plan. The right. check engine light came on. Take it to the dealer. Okay, okay. Bobby. Okay. Be responsible, lady. Change, you know. But but, but I, I can see. So this is especially when you're coming from that mindset of like I made so many sacrifices for you. Even though China doesn't look at it like a sacrifice. Right. Tokyo was like I was out here stripping and doing this and doing that. And I was doing all this to make sure you could get right. And you're still giving me the shaft, right? So yeah. I can see how in her perception of things, it's like, you're doing me wrong. Right. But when in actuality, it's like, that's not what you raise kids for. Kids are not, at least in this generation, right? I know back in the days, you had kids so they could work the farm, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody been on a farm since <laughs> exactly. 1839. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Though I have a friend who's a teacher who recommends kids go back to the farm. She's I like, think These kids, so. they need well, to be on the farm. It's good discipline. It is. Yeah. I mean... That's another thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like, 
But even, and not, sorry to cut you yeah. off, stripping is not an easy industry to be in. No, it's it especially, okay, Bobby. Okay, that's okay, not where I was going with that. We, we, we cutting out Bobby for the session. You know how hard it is on your knees? Okay. I don't strip my knees are bad, okay? Because I haven't jumped like it's hot, sis. You see me at that birthday party. Oh my go goodness. <laughs> Bobby didn't talk about the knees. <laughs> They should, they should get disability for that when they can't work anymore. Because that's hard on the knees for real. It is hard Listen, on the knees. That it is, is hard to saying. pretend to dance huh. for someone mm-hmm. for $10. $10. In high heel shoes, butt naked, you're cold. Like, you're cold. I get then cold. There's... I'm cold now. And I'm yeah. wearing a jacket. Hello. Or, or maybe you're sweating and you don't want to be touched. Uh, maybe you're on your period yeah. and you don't want to be. Oh, I can't imagine being on my period so, and having a strip. And oh, not only that, but that industry is really tough. There's a lot of colorism, racism. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a lot of other competition. competition. Yeah. But being Stealing young and having violent. identity issues or just body issues or whatever, and then going to an industry that's very like yeah, body conscious, body conscious, yeah. and you have to compete with the older ones and just. It's not easy getting up in front of a crowd and being naked, especially yeah. men that are trying yeah. to like over you and touch you. So I can see why she would say sacrifice. It's a lot of it easy money. It's uh, not easy. Sorry. It's a lot of fast money. It's mm-hmm. enough for you right. to take care of your kid. Mm-hmm. However, because I'm going to see this from both sides, my Gemini's mm-hmm. next to me. So I'm going to see from the Gemini point of view. Uh, from a kid's perspective, <clears throat> even from an adult, you chose to do that now mm-hmm. whatever pushed you to do that maybe it was environmental a lot of women do strip in your whatever but you chose that and i yeah. think from black china's thing is like well what sacrifice because i was still yeah. without so you're yeah. talking about the sacrifice again your choice but i was still left without yeah, yeah. and the one thing that i wanted was you mm-hmm. yeah. but you never gave that to me yeah and or you didn't have that conversation with me mm-hmm. to explain to me why in 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 a adult voice speaking to a child mm-hmm. you did not explain to me that i have to do this for these reasons mm-hmm. not talk down to me not yeah, exactly you know make me feel like well you know small as a child no you're explaining to me look i have to work mm-hmm. i am so sorry i'd much rather be here with you mm-hmm. but i can't because the lights are gonna go off yeah yeah I think, and it's not I, your yeah. responsibility to take care of the lights mm-hmm. it's mine so you have to stay here a little longer while I do this. I think, um, I especially like these parents from like even the Generation X parents, <clears throat> um, they were still of the belief that children didn't have real feelings. Yeah. They were just went out and played. They were completely unaware of the world and completely unaware of what was really going on. Mm-hmm. Now we are more aware of it. And so you see it in the way that children are being raised now, where they're being raised to express themselves and right. people are actually talking to them. And so... I can imagine that Tokyo probably felt like she understands. She, yeah. She gets it. She sees me out. Yeah, she sees what I'm trying to do. I go and I bring her this stuff for Christmas and I do this. And, you know, I'm married. Like, I have an honorable relationship. I'm married to this man. He isn't just any old man, you know? And she doesn't understand that, like, China's a little girl who yearns for her mother, who probably, she very clearly um, imitates her mom. Yeah, 100%. I mean, everything. Even in the way she like, presents affect, herself, yeah, everything. everything, and so you can pretty much tell like how much she probably idolized her mom. 
from a yeah. distance too, probably to like what, how beautiful she was and she mm-hmm. looks sexy and she owns her sexuality and you know I can and little imagine. girls mimic their moms, yeah, yeah like your mom, right? Even so, if you were completely opposite mm-hmm. from your mom, there's certain things yeah, you you're mimic. Gonna mimic. From your mom. Yeah. That's your example. You can't escape it. Yeah, yeah, and so this is from her point of view and her reaching out to mom and mom probably also not being in touch enough with her emotions, not understanding it and being like, <clears throat> little girl, I'm tired. Go sit down somewhere. Yeah. Because Generation yeah. X was raised by baby boomers and it was like, listen, we got to eat. There's too much competition out here. I don't have time to sit with you and hold your hand and cry with you. I got to go. I have to go make this money. However, mm-hmm. I would say that that is a funny thing. You just, you just, I just thought about that because I think my mom is technically a baby boomer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Generation X would also have been yeah. like late, early baby boomers mm-hmm. to whatever is before the baby boomer. Yeah. Oh, that, but, I think that's the greatest generation I think they call them. But even so, oh, okay. I would say that baby boomers possess something that Generation X lacks. Because I think that baby boomers did teach. Mm-hmm. They didn't just expect you to understand those conversations yeah, the were happened. there. Yeah. They were a little emotionally distant, but they still gave you what they could, which oh, was yeah. a little bit of explanation where I think that generation X, which is black China's mom, um, they just have this idea of, well, this is what it is and this is what you should know. And right. so even seeing the way my sister raises my nephew, it's kind of like, why don't you know how to do this? Mm-hmm. Don't you know you're supposed to wear right. deodorant? You stink. But it's like, so did you ever have the conversation right. yeah. with him about, hey, bro, because like, they had, just thinking now. They had um, computers. Um, yeah. It seems like, like I, I blame technology all the time. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I feel like that's the difference between the two is that you didn't have to, there was no book to research that for, for Generation X. There was the computer. Yeah, but I think they also, again, because I want to talk about like the misinterpretation of children looking at their parents but not going back as an adult and then reviewing some of the Mm. stuff they did because i think that generation x felt like their parents weren't there or just like always yelling at them you're supposed to do this which made them the rebellious generation but i don't think they realized that there was lessons in that they have it that's why they are so successful um, i think what what Mm. happened with the baby boomers and how they raised generation x it was so traumatic to them some of the things that they um experienced that the rebellion was severe oh, yeah, because they definitely. didn't want this. They like, I don't, I don't want my kids to do the same, to feel the same way that I did. So I'm going to completely throw away everything the baby boomers taught Which me. they shouldn't have done. When they really should have said, okay, let me look at what the Who baby the boomers were. Where are they That falling? was the baby boomers. Those boomers are the baby boomers. boomers. Yeah. yeah. How long is baby boomers? I don't know. Like 54 or something like that. No, no, to what? What's, what's the cutoff? Like 63, yeah, what's the cutoff? I think somewhere in the 60s, yeah. Child, I don't I don't know. I don't know all that. I'll research that. We'll look it up. No, I'm sorry. I just be getting like random. Like, no, no, no. But it, it is facts. important. Like, it is important it to, is to realize what generation is begatting the other generation. Right. And it's fine. Because I do, that- I do agree completely. Where like the conversation is dead, and now it's like they're trying to do something completely different than their parents because it felt like they were too strict. Although to me, the uh, hip, there's the hippie movement. Uh, 1944 to 1964. That's when they were born. Okay. Okay. And what's after that? X. Um, after that is X. So yeah, after that's Generation X, then sixty-five to seventy-nine. Then Gen Z, and then Millennials are from okay. eight to like two. Because to me, like the the parents, the hippie parents, raise like a different type of person who is almost too lax yeah mm-hmm. which goes into this as well to me where your parents are your friends but they were the ones that also brought in that idea that everyone should get a trophy i feel like those hippie right. parents no, exactly. like that, that. That's the, that was generation x 
okay. No, but I'm saying those, those hippie parents mm-hmm. that raised the other side of Generation X, now those Generation X as adults said, well, everyone should get a trophy. Yeah, yeah, Generation X, they're the ones who brought in the everyone should get a trophy. Yes. Yeah. Because I think that Generation X, they're not to bash them, even though mm-hmm. I have my biases. <laughs> um, I feel like with every generation, there's always going to be a rebellion. But I think that Generation X was like, no, we know better. And they threw the rule book out. Mm-hmm. Whereas they millennials. Just, they should have just edited the book. Right. Exactly. Which I think and millennials are going to take yeah, that yeah. amend, yeah. amend the book. Yeah. And I think that millennials are okay. doing that. We're like, because we were also raised by baby boomers. So yeah. we're like, That's we what I'm understand the rebellion. Yeah. We understand the rebellion of our older siblings, but we also see that our parents were right in a, a lot of aspects. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to take the idea of rebellion because. You know, we want to eat quinoa and we want to right. green, so we got to tell our parents. Like, but at the same time, we, there's a rule book, and yeah. I feel like we're trying. Some I, I feel like some of us the, are trying. Well, we ain't gonna talk about the because the, 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 I'm talking uh, about early baby, uh, early millennials. Yeah, have more sense. Have more sense because I feel like we're that bridge. I, I feel like watching the grapevine. Another plug. Sorry, we're not trying to you know. But I think, <laughs> but I feel like we're the generation stuck because yeah. we are trying to teach the millennial the the baby boomers while dealing with the rebellion of the X. X. <laughs> and then we have to reach a hand back to yeah. the, the what are the Z's or whoever yeah, they Z, are. Right. Forward to the Z. Now we Forward. also have to teach them. So I feel like we're kind Z's. of yeah, or birthing them yeah. and we're trying to like keep our hands in both sides. Well then I mean China is a millennial. She's yeah. 31, right? And you can see that in the way she because talks to her mom. She is trying to educate her, she but is. she doesn't have the communication skills And so to do this that. is the thing we were talking about, like patterns, right? Um, so there's multi-generational patterns. These are the things that we pass down or are passed down to us from the through. previous generation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Whether it's through, it could be genetically passed down. Mm-hmm. It could be passed down through behavior. And mm-hmm. so um, China and talks about, in environmental, right? And so China talks about, not allowing her children around her mom because she doesn't want them to see this between them, the kind right. of fighting that they have and the kind of toxicity that they have. And that her mom pre- presumably brings. And then she presumes that her mom brings yeah. it, right? Um, but then you kind of look at kind of like the people that are around China and you're kind of see like, right. kind of seeing a similar pattern. She is her mother. And, <laughs> I'm sorry, and so Bobby. The thing about it is, and the thing about it is she has not seen to realize what the actual pattern is. Like, I don't know right. if she's seeing it there. She, hasn't, she hasn't accepted her. To me, I feel like she's not taking any accountability for her own exactly. actions, her own self identity. Yeah. She hasn't taken any accountability on what she herself, yeah. to your point of uh multi-generational uh situations yeah uh what she's giving to her children yeah and so that's the thing that she needs to she has to she has to take the time to really find what the actual pattern is because she will pass it on regardless absolutely if you do not know what the pattern is you can't break it because she's gonna feel like oh i'm a better parent Mm -hmm. i see i'm not doing this i'm not Mm -hmm. doing that but you are doing the Mm -hmm. same thing and i bet you tokyo said the same thing Uh right i'm doing better than who grandma who's raising china i'm doing better than she did i'm getting her the stuff that she wanted i'm I'm sacrificing this and that so she can get these things and she should be repaying me for all the things that i did because she didn't have to live life the way that i did with my mom and yeah. all of her relationships mm-hmm. are probably they probably mirror mm-hmm. absolutely yeah, and each other fight with each other they were doing the same exact things and yeah. poking the exact same button yeah and yeah. i can and just <laughs> a little guess because the way you are raised is how you treat your romantic relationships and right. i can guess she's been in people's faces just mm-hmm. like that the same reaction. same reaction you can see that being played out yeah. poor communication 
all of that stuff is being played out to any relationship that she's doing. And I probably wouldn't really be too far-fetched to say mm-hmm. when her kids are old enough for her to yell at them like that, she probably won't yell at them too. Yeah. Absolutely. Because she hasn't learned how to reel it yeah. in. Because if you're going to curse at your mama, you're going to curse at your kids. Oh, yeah. And and being around a parent or a spouse or whatever, we'll start with parents because you're only going to yeah. be with a spouse that's going to act like this because you're parents. But yeah. um, that type of emotional reactivity of shutting down and then getting mm-hmm. really angry, whatever, when you have a parent yelling in your face mm-hmm. and then you don't have the communication skills to let them know, hey, what you're doing is affecting me negatively. Like, hey, did you realize that when you yeah. do that, I don't talk to you? And that when you want me to look at you, I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a pit bull is in yeah. my face yeah. and yeah. I shut down and I go inside myself. Like, do you realize that, mom, that that's what's happening? Like, honestly, that reunion that they had should have happened in the presence of the therapist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They needed somebody to mediate that because yeah. they have no language to communicate at all. The only thing that they know how to do is yell and scream at each other and curse and curse like and curse. i don't and know threaten and threaten, threaten. like threaten. throw things literal physical physically violence. i'm gonna beat you blah blah like she's so yeah. grown like she's sharkeisha and she's the girl like, <laughs> like you know no no one was saying no though <laughs> nobody they would just let it happen they wanted but it to happen of course they, i mean the cameras who the hell is gonna start knocking your butt when you you see your mama mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you don't expect that kind of the level, the level no, of the like level. vitriol and anger yeah. coming out. And to me, that that they are very emotionally reactive. To, to oh, me, that's a fusion. Absolutely, that's okay. a real, that's a fusion. Like they are so mm-hmm. they're enmeshed. They are enmeshed. Yeah, to a point that they are explosive. And yeah. what's enmeshment and what's fusion? Um, so there is a level of togetherness that everyone should be allowed to have, right? Correct which is when we talk about differentiation, your ability to not react emotionally to other people, right? You can still have togetherness and still not be um, so close together that one person can't do another right. thing without Where you other. can't tell where one begins and the, the other, other begins. Right. So is it your thoughts or is it the thoughts of your spouse? Yeah. Is it also allowing, yeah. sorry. No, 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 no. Is it also, um, like, let's say that my boyfriend's upset. Now I feel like it's my job to Correct. fix it. Or now I'm upset because he's upset. Like, exactly. I can't have my You start mirroring that. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, there's a, there's a certain level of mirroring that is healthy, right? right? Because if the person that you care about is upset, you're not just going to walk around happy-go-lucky. Well, like, right. I'm not mad. Well, that's empathy, right? Yeah, you should have yeah. some empathy. But it should not, like, devolve into you also having the same exact feelings if you don't have them. Right, yeah. Now, if you do have them, and then obviously it's something you want to discuss, then that happens, you know? Yeah. When it comes to China and her mom, they, Tokyo came in upset, so China was upset, too. Right. She didn't even get a chance to know what she was feeling because yeah. Tokyo came at her so strong. If, and a person who's not in mesh, Tokyo would have came at her strong. She would have been like, hey, what's going Ooh, on? Why are you right. so upset? Because she's not going to just, like, they've spent a year apart and that fast. Mm-hmm. Right. Because their boundaries are not the boundaries of physicality. Uh-huh. The boundaries that they don't have is the fact that they're fused. Uh-huh. That so emotional a, lack exactly. of boundary. And so an enmeshment is a deeper version of a right. fusion. Like it is, you're basically one person. Correct. And then there's so much circulation. Like they don't realize right. when you do this, that triggers that, which then triggers yeah. the person to do this. Her mom wants, I think this, the, the fight started because, was it Tokyo Tony? That's mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say Tokyo Drift. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. There's a lot of fast and furious <laughs> stuff Tokyo going Drift. on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
she was like, well, she, uh, Black Chat didn't face me. Yeah. And we were supposed to have this civilly, but she didn't face me. Right. Um, but then Black China was it. like, I did face you, but I guess it's not good enough. And it just went back and forth where it's like, uh, so Tokyo we... Tony's like, she's on fire already. And it's well, like, she came in on fire. She yeah. came on fire. So, so the, the fact that she didn't, you know, it, it, it's, there's hood politics. There's yes. hood politics. Okay. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, yeah. first of all, you ain't going to give nobody your back. No. Nope. Because that already. Do not give me your back. Right. That and already that's means that. That's and little girl don't sit there looking like you got attitude. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that she kind of came in, kind of how I'm sitting, mm-hmm. a little, you know, counter corner to her, mm-hmm. and she's trying to look at her, well, you already have given me your mm-hmm. ass to kiss. So yeah. I, can't, I can't do that. You're disrespecting me. Mm-hmm. You don't even have the decency to face me. And everybody always says, like a man, like a woman, like mm-hmm. a grown up, whatever. You're not being mature about the mm-hmm. situation. But it already started out petty. How do you? Yeah. <laughs> it just started out petty. It was just petty. And that's where those communication skills come in because I've noticed with toxic mothers, there's no communication. No. no. You don't, you didn't have any going into raising no. your children. Mm-hmm. And then you raise them to not have any communication mm-hmm. skills. So then when you, go into these high heated situations, that person that you're having an argument with doesn't have the community skills to come back at you and tell you how they're feeling. Right. So let's just do the situation. Me as a mom, my child's facing my, it has their back to me. Hey, why, why is your back to me? Right. Now the Caribbean means <laughs> something else. Right. Okay. But in that positive communication is, yeah. Hey, why is your back towards me? Start for the Turn question around. because yeah. it may be, well, I'm sad right now, and I don't want to look you you look you in the eye because right. I'm gonna cry. But again, that takes communication skills. And that was just it, just one simple. And that could have changed the whole thing, but also temperament. And she and came tone. in hot and tone. And tone. Yeah, she definitely did come in hot. And <clears throat> especially with um, like I think about this uh, concept of reciprocal causality, mm-hmm. which is pretty much what we saw demonstrated between um, Tokyo and China, which is that. Um, Tokyo fed into a system that allowed China to start the yeah. the the kind of cycle of like we're going back and forth into this right. argument, right? Yeah. Because she already came in pressed, like I already know China's gonna have an issue. Absolutely. Just the, just the sheer fact that China has her back turned in a way that she felt was disrespectful was enough to get her started. Oh yeah, and she sat that way on purpose, mm-hmm. and so she doesn't. They they don't understand how they're contributing to one to, another. This cycle that keeps happening, they don't realize they the feel patterns. Right? And we can even it. take it on a like a um, individual level, right? Mm-hmm. So self fulfilling prophecy. We're hitting you with all these vocabulary words today. <laughs> self fulfilling prophecy. Oh, I know how this fight's gonna go. Yeah. She oh, gonna yeah. get mad. I'm gonna get mad a la la. So uh-huh. you come in mad, which then triggered the person to be mad. They were mm-hmm. probably fine. They were probably yeah. cool. They were yeah. just like, hey, this is gonna be a great time. Absolutely. But you came in expecting it to be hot. So you right. were in and that's exactly hot, what happened. And then you got back, and then you say, like, I see. I told you that was gonna mm-hmm. happen. Not realizing right. you set the tone because the mom already figured she the China was coming in hot. Mm-hmm. So she came in. I'm gonna come in like this. Yeah. I'm gonna show a strong hand. China seeing her mom kind of barreling down the hallway immediately got her back up and said, Oh, she on that today? Mm-hmm. I ain't got time. And yeah. that goes. So when she Bobby said, said, she just sat right down into the thing. Yeah. And because, that's how you said, as Bobby said, that's yes. that system. Yeah. Because now she's just used became, to it. Oh, this is mom yeah, again. Yeah. Right. Because it just triggered her and put her right back there. Mm-hmm. And they each got put back right, right where there. they know to be. Mm-hmm. And now 
We're back we're into the, the dance. We're in the dance. We're in the dance. Yeah. We're dancing. Yeah. Hey. And a song Dang about it. 10 well, minutes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> so we yeah. keep doing this. Yeah. It's just terrible. It's, it's a sad thing to watch play on. Um... So before we move on to our case study, okay. what makes a toxic mother? Because we didn't actually talk about it. Like just a list. Like give us like four or five things, whatever. What actually makes a toxic mm. mother? Um, I say the first thing is a, an emotionally distant and also sometimes manipulative. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. That is really good. Um, I think we touched upon being absent, yeah, or at least perceived as being absent emotionally and physically. I would say the trifecta, which is regret, either regret having them so young or regret having them. Period. Um, then this idea, I need to sacrifice for you, and then wanting some type of payback or payoff. And so they take that bitterness and they project it onto their children. And um, I will also say living vicariously too. Yeah. Mm. Um, because a lot of times, especially if you're a single mom, you put so much of your hopes and dreams into that child manifesting the thing that you want them to be, which is usually the thing that you didn't get a chance to be because Correct. you had children. Yeah. And so when that child doesn't do the thing that they want them to do, then they be, then it's an issue because right. you didn't go to nursing school, right? My mom wanted me to go right. to nursing school. Mm-hmm. I don't like blood. Right. <laughs> right? And so now, fortunately for me, I don't have that kind of toxic relationship with my mom. And I have other sisters who do, right. you know, um, but and that's a whole other issue Same. of like yeah. birth order and things like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, uh, th- like she could have been the kind of mom where it's like you weren't a nurse. So no- nothing you ever do is ever going to be good because yeah. you weren't a nurse. Mm-hmm. Right. Who knows what uh, Tokyo expected China to be that she didn't become. Yeah, yeah. She makes a lot of money and she feels like she deserves a portion of it. Um, but who knows what her dream for for China was, right. and what she thought she was supposed to be, which was the dream that Tokyo had for herself. And so yeah. you're expecting her to live your dream. And I I take that one step further into something that bothers me a lot about um, particularly young mothers of uh, Generation X through whatever mm-hmm. we are now mm-hmm. um, is this ideology of we're friends we're best friends uh, we friend. we no we're, we're not living your that children life. are not friends. your children are friends. not your friends i'm sorry i'm sorry to the millennial parent you read and something, whoever i may offend you read something on goop oh my that god you, too. you read something on parenting today or whatever they call this correct your children are not your friends we because of the, the outcome exactly of because of the fact of this like just what bob said is you're living vicariously mm-hmm. through them because maybe they turned out to be the pretty girl mm-hmm. in school, or they had the body yeah. that you wanted by the time they're thirteen, or you had so, that and now you lost it, or you had it and then you lost it. There's somewhere that that you are somewhat jealous, and we can go into Freud and all that jealous. wonderful yeah. thing. Yeah. So you know that that's rooted, mm-hmm. and we see that playing out in toxic parenting, where it becomes you are trying to 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 feed into this friendship and blah blah blah, and like oh homegirl, hey do the. No, I'm still your kid. Yeah, you still you. expect it. Let me play my role and you play your role, which goes to another and the last point that I wanted to make of, I think we already touched on it, where they believe that men, they're putting these men first mm-hmm. above the children because, oh, I'm going to tell you about Bobby that I met and I went out with and he's so great. And he's yeah. The child ain't trying to hear that. No. Not, not at once. I come from a mother who's very old-fashioned or particular, not even old-fashioned, but she... Never. She got married three, two years ago, 
in my 30s <laughs> because, yeah. because she was never going to give me a stepfather because she never felt like she wanted me to feel that anybody was before me at any given point. Yeah. Now she had some boyfriends mm-hmm. and they kind of came close and I I had to tell them where to go. <laughs> um, but that's just me. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, and, and there is a possibility of having healthy relationships um, and not having your children feel the, the yeah. brunt of that, you know, because... And you should have healthy relationships. But I feel like from a child's point of view, you're always going to feel like, well, he's replacing dad. Not always, because there's some people that have really good relationships. Or replacing you. Yeah. Yeah, because they're taking your attention. But that is that is the responsibility of the parent to, to make that. sure that you foster the kind of relationship with your child where they don't feel replaced. Yeah, and that is an issue that a, a person like Tokyo probably didn't do it that Correct. way. And it happens a lot. You see it all the time. But again, the expectation that the Generation X has for their kids, like right. this is not a boyfriend, this yeah. is my husband. Right. You should understand that I'm not just bringing a dude around you and not not putting this him above you. But there's a system and how the family works. Yeah. yeah. He is my husband. That's our unit. And then you come second. Yeah, not they, that we're going to yeah. neglect you, but, but they, I have to worry not, about this. Exactly. Yeah. The kids are not seeing the nuclear family right. as it was for the baby boomers. Yeah, right? exactly. They're not seeing mom and dad were together for all these years and they're happily married. Tokyo got married three times. Right? Yeah. What does that say? And what, what does, does that, that say? say? Yeah. What does that say? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that it's anything bad about a person who's been remarried that many yeah. times, right? It could be for a number of reasons, right? Well, statistically speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Those who get divorced and get remarried usually that they are most likely to divorce within yeah. six months because whatever lesson yeah. they they have they didn't learn their lesson from the from first the marriage they just go to on to the next and they right. usually get married over and over again. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Which no, is but, which is go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go, no, ahead. go say what you said. No, no, no. I'm, I'm now we're forward. all being too polite. <laughs> <laughs> I was moving forward, but yeah. you finish your your thought. Yeah, no, no. But I, I I basically I agree with you. Yeah, they just they didn't see a nuclear family and they don't understand what a relationship is supposed to look like generation x is trying to mimic a relationship that they that they saw in the baby boomers but it it wasn't they didn't know. yeah it wasn't acquired in the same way so yeah, it's absolutely I mean, true. i'm sorry for people like like china well generation x is about the struggle well we're watching their parents struggle excuse me and so they don't want their kids to struggle, struggle but in yeah. doing that you've given them too much and now they don't have the lesson learning aspect that comes right. with the struggle. And so now literally Generation don't Z know values. has so know much depression and anxiety because they can, they literally do not handle rejection. Some yeah. of them until they're in their early twenties, 19, whatever. And it comes in the form of a college acceptance letter, letter, a rejection yeah. letter, you know? And it's like, you have to give your kids balance because then you'll have one extreme where they can't handle rejection. And you have the other extreme where they're emotionally distant. And then <coughs> now there's no communication. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go into our Better Days uh, segment. Um, yeah, so how are we remedying yeah. a toxic relationship with your mother? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure a lot of people, a lot of people can relate yeah. to this. Yeah, because... I was actually mentioning to them that, um, uh, it was like a while ago I mentioned this to you guys, about a thread that I saw on Instagram under the La Union Suite uh, Instagram page, which is the Haitian like um, Instagram page, or whatever. Mm-hmm. A lot of like young Haitian millennials like mentioned stuff on there, and there was mm-hmm. a discussion about um, toxicity in Haitian households. Mm-hmm. And so this is a thing that a lot of people are talking about: Caribbean households, Black households. Right. You know, I'm not sure what's going on with the white folks, with the white people, um, <laughs> but, but I'm sure that they're dealing with it as well. But I know within the Black community and the diaspora as a, as a mm-hmm. whole, 
there's a lot of toxicity. So I really think that um, these interventions are a great way for us to start kind of etching away at those like pieces that are the building blocks of the toxic relationships that we tend to continue. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and it's funny that you have, you mentioned the, like the Haitian culture in particular, because mm -hmm. there's been, this week has been very heavy with toxic Haitian parents. Mm -hmm. Like I've heard a lot about that this mm -hmm. week. So it's funny that you touched <laughs> yeah. upon that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is a, I mean, it's we, a real we thing. We love you guys, but y'all, y'all got a lot of things to unlearn. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a funny thing. So we wanted to look at childhood tra traumas through an adult lens. Yes. What does that mean to you guys when you hear that? So again, just like with the whole uh, Black China and everything, well, or I'll use myself as an example. I, like, I did not like my mom with my dad whatsoever. I was trying to get her mm. new boyfriend since like fifth grade. Like, mm. come on, like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but the <laughs> looking at a lot of her mistakes, I went back and I said, you know, okay, I've been 23 before. I think that's when she met my dad. So I'm just like, looking at it like okay this is how she could easily have fallen for him and then looking mm. at stuff like her sign and like just little mm. stuff like that like how does a pisces fall in love with this type of guy and just like trying to look at that and it, it allowed me to give her a break especially with having to raise six kids mm -hmm. after my dad you know did the caribbean man thing and did the dip mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. um and just yeah it just it gave her a break and then me allowing her to give her a break and looking at it from now an adult lens, it gave me a break. So now I can finally exhale yeah. and say, okay, y'all good. I gotta be yeah. here. I think I think there are a lot of things that as children we don't understand the, the real sacrifices. Yeah. Right? So, you know, thinking back on Black China and how she, you know, probably missed a lot of the things that Tokyo really did to show that she loved her. Yeah. But in her view, her being gone all the time that sacrifice of her being gone all the time to Tokyo. It's like, I'm doing this great thing for my daughter, even though I'm not there, I can provide for her. But to China, it's like, you're not here for me. Like when I need you the most, yeah. imagine going through a period, you know, you're having your period, like, yeah, your grandma's there, but there's something different about your mom being there. Yeah, definitely. You know, right? And like having such a momentous occasion of getting your period, right? Now, looking back on those moments. Moment is traumatizing. Traumatizing, yeah. Hey, yeah. 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 <laughs> but like, you know, if we took the time out to really kind of look back on, well, what, what was actually happening then, right? Yeah. What was it like for my mom to leave me? Did she really want to leave me there all the time? Yeah. She probably didn't, you yeah. know? And having some kind of empathy for that. Sometimes we don't have enough empathy for the things yeah. that our parents went through to make us the people that we are today. Yeah, they're right? using the word sacrifice. Like, what, what were they sacrificing? Yeah. Maybe yeah. it was their time with me. Maybe yeah. they didn't want to do what's not yeah. about them and they, oh, they didn't want to go to work, but maybe I was part of the sacrifice yeah. and having to be away from me. Mm -hmm. And I think that goes right into looking at the patterns and ways to remedy these things. Because just like how I think uh, Gabby was talking about how you, you saw your mom with your dad and you didn't like it. And you wanted her to have a new boyfriend since the fifth grade. <laughs> and I was like, divorce that. <laughs> and I was like that with my mom. I was like, how did you choose this person to lay and have a child with? Like, why is that something you want to do? And I was mad at her. Like, she was a great person. I was just mad at the decision, that particular decision that she made. Yeah. And yeah, okay, I'm glad I'm here. But I'm like, 
you didn't have to have me. Like this yeah. was a, yeah. that was a mistake. And it took me years, like into my twenties, to really grasp and heal from that and and try to choose men that were kind of not doing the same thing. It didn't work. But <laughs> in your mind, <laughs> you set out to to change that pattern because you're like, okay, well, my grandmother was with my grandfather and this looked like that. She was with my father and this looked like that. Is there like something that's a little bit better? Like neither one of those men are bad necessarily, but the choices that y'all making, it's, it has to be better. And I wanted to do better. And that conversation that came after that was at first it was finger pointing, mm-hmm. but then I turned it mm-hmm. into, okay, well, how did they make you feel? Mm-hmm. How did that look like for you? Like, what drew you to them? And healing that within myself was, well, if you didn't choose them, I wouldn't have these qualities. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, you wouldn't be in this position. Yeah. You're stronger because of it. You're healthier for this. Yeah. So you have to flip it. You have to see where that positive comes in. And talk yourself into, you know what, this is actually okay. Like, we're okay. We did okay. And you're a great mom. And I'm thankful for the parts of me that are great, too. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's it. Yeah, no, honestly, with um, patterns, because, you know, in order to know where you're going, you got to know where you come okay. from. Mm-hmm. Right? And a lot of us don't know where we come from, even mm-hmm. just generational. Like, oh, yeah. gen- and I'm even talking about outside of, like, you know, your your nuclear family and right. uh, your immediate family, but, like, you know, post-traumatic slave syndrome and what kind of patterns were passed down to you just from yeah. slavery. Because right? literally trauma enters your DNA. Yeah, right. it enters your DNA, right? That's right. And so, you know it's really important for us to really take the time out to kind of look at, you know, okay, I, I do this a lot. When people, you know, upset me, I just stop talking right. to them and I don't really give them a chance to really explain, you know, mm-hmm. what they did. Or maybe when I do something wrong, I withdraw right. instead of telling somebody what, what is what, you know, or, Run. or, or yeah, <laughs> yeah, or maybe I'm a person who I cling to people. Right. right? And, you know, as soon as I meet somebody, they're my best friend or, or I met this man, I'm going to marry him. And yeah. I just, I just see his picture on Hinge. Like, you didn't even, right. you yeah. know, meet him, right? And so- We be, call those attachment issues. Yes, there's a lot of attachment issues. Well, yeah, well, that's- Boundaries, attachment yeah. issues. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's those kinds of things that we have to bring to self-awareness, right? We have to practice being more self-aware. Mm. Especially mm. with social media, it's so easy to just- yeah. kind of be out here just kind of staring at what everybody else is doing yeah. and not making yourself attention. feel bad yeah making yourself feel bad, little right? posts and stuff make yeah. you feel like your wrong decisions are right like oh, yeah. there's a it's confusing yeah there's an amen corner and it's like there's always somebody that is gonna like me it's like if you are in a relationship or whatever because it usually manifests in your relationship so you'll right. see it in your friendships you see it in your romantic um relationships but it's like okay I'm mad every time my boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever upsets me, I distance myself from them. So I think the good way is to ask these people, hey, friends, like it's not easy, but it's like what negative behaviors do you think I have that you that you think I don't see? Right. And trust me, if you, you know, get these people upset long, you know, for years, right. they'll let you know. It's, it's Jahari's window all over again, like in the yeah. last episode, right? Who are you and and this is the person that the world sees that you do not realize that you are. Right? Exactly. Sometimes you have to 
take um take kind of take an account of what is actually going on and so recognizing those patterns is really really important um yeah because you can't to, break them if you don't know them you don't right know. right so what are some specific concrete interventions that we can implement that can help to start remedying these situations right so the first one is journaling journaling Right. Because you might mm -hmm. discover feelings that you have that you didn't realize, and yeah. it also gives you a way to find ways to communicate or express yeah. what you're feeling. On Absolutely. Side. And journaling doesn't necessarily have to be like some long, like 50 page right. you know, thing. It, it, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have to be this thing. It could literally be like a line or two about what happened today. Start small. Even if you mm -hmm. can't write, maybe you record it on a voice memo, right? You draw. Mm -hmm. You know, you can draw something, but just something to kind of get the feelings of the day out, right? Okay. And kind of start looking at that as a little bit of an analysis right. of who you are and kind of start to see the patterns in Absolutely. That. Along with that, like how you said, art, that's a big one. Mm -hmm. But even like a, a song that's expressing what you're mm -hmm. what you're feeling. Yeah. That like there's like, you know how we listen to breakup music yeah, when we'll we break up that. with a partner. Yeah. I think just expressing that, like if it's a Khalees, I hate you so mm -hmm. much right now. If it's, you know, um, Anything off the Marshall Mathers. Like if you if you're looking for hate your mom, that's but like even that's the, the, and that to be honestly that's even a really good idea because um, especially with um, like the like Spotify Apple Music, it'll tell you what music you're listening to often, right? Yeah. And so you can look back to monitor yourself, yeah. yeah. And so you can see, oh, I noticed that I listened to this uh, Keisha Cole song a lot, right? Yeah. Um, and this happens every single year that I'm listening to this, and it happens around this time of year, and this is right. with the person that I was with, and it was like, okay, you kind of start to see the pattern of like, oh, okay, something is wrong here because. The fact that I still need to listen to this song right. that makes me cry, you yeah. know, yeah. like obviously there's something that I need to work on. Um, another thing we can talk about is positive self-talk. Right. That goes into that. Yeah. When you listen to those songs, what are you telling yourself? What are you telling yourself? What are you telling yourself? Because yeah. if you're screaming out, Khalees, I hate you so much right yeah. now. It's like, but did you, do you really hate them? Or are you just, right. are you mad? Are you sad? And are you mad? I mean, now you mad. Are you sad? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, another one would be meditation, right? That's if you have high emotional reactivity, which means that you turn into a thug, pretty much. Um, <laughs> you want to fight somebody. Mm -hmm. so or I, you want to cry. Or you yeah. want to cry. If you, if whatever emotional extreme you're at, meditation is good to kind of pull you mm -hmm. and ground you from mm -hmm. that. So if you're not one of those people who are emotionally reactive, I wouldn't suggest mm -hmm. meditation. And um, just a reminder that meditation takes time to learn, right? Yeah, it does. Not everyone can just sit down and just be like, I'm just going to sit quiet for 20 minutes right we're living in social media age where you're you wake up with the phone to your face the idea of being present in the moment is not something that's going right. to come easy to everyone and remember but that start small start small meditation, meditation does not have to be mm -hmm. a 45 minute session no it doesn't it could be five minutes five minute guided meditation mm -hmm. is right. the easiest yeah. thing. grounding is like yeah. what we did last week mm -hmm. it, that's <laughs> all you yeah. need it's to bring you back to that moment exactly restock mm -hmm. re reassess mm -hmm. and just yeah, and bringing yourself to the present moment allows you to recognize patterns in yeah. that instant. Absolutely. And lastly, um, my favorite, if you're trying to heal things or just have a space to talk about your relationship or not talk, just rebuild a relationship maybe with your mother, um, date night with mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do yeah. something nice with the lady. If yeah. you're going to have those like intense conversations, usually some type of activity, break yeah. it up. Like if you're cooking with her or something like that, usually will kind of 
help take the tension. Yeah, out. is your mom active? Go for a bike ride, golf, yeah. whatever it is. I mean, if you're all in a shooting guns, shoot yeah. your guns. I mean, yeah. <laughs> at the range, yeah, yeah. but just don't shoot just each other. Have some like, bonding time. Yeah, yeah. But I also want to say to people like, don't beat yourself up for not being able to do it right away, right. for not recognizing these things right away. Because there's a reason why a lot of people see therapists, right? Correct. You need somebody to help you process, to help you get to that place of, of solace and right. like a place of, of comfort and getting more stable relationships. That's not something that everybody can just do on their own. There's some people who don't need it, right? And that that's a fact and of life. it may come down to the fact that you mm -hmm. may need to cut that person off, even if may. it's your mother. Yeah. If she's unhealthy for you, she's mm -hmm. toxic for you, and there is no healing mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Again, you know? the, the, the attempt usually comes first. Yeah. And definitely having that conversation um, with your mother should help put you in a good place. Yeah. And also, final, final thing, see a therapist. Always. Oh, therapist. yes. I mean, see a therapist. If it's something that you cannot handle <clears> on your own, you go out and you seek somebody that can help you. A neutral party. A neutral party. You yeah. need a neutral party. Not somebody that you know. You Not know, your homegirl. It's nice that you can go to the church and you can talk to the pastor, the deacon, or the deaconess. That's nice. But you need somebody who's neutral, who does not know you, who has no preconceived notions of you or your family or your member, family, yeah. your mother specifically. And they can give you an objective point of view of what's really going on and force you to face things that you may not have wanted Correct. to face and force you to realize In a healthy things. way. Yeah, in a healthy mm -hmm. way. And so that's what I leave you guys with. Yes. Any last words? Um, Milo, I think that we should do a really quick breathing exercise because this was a you know oh, a it is touchy a lot. topic. You know, it's some a lot. people might have their jaws clenched. You know, saying <laughs> the shoulders tight. <laughs> so just loosen the people oh, okay. up. Us, just one time, one time, real quick. All right, everybody. So we're gonna go into a really quick grounding exercise just to bring us back to a healthy and peaceful place. So I want everybody to take a deep breath in. And out. Think of all the great times. Keep breathing in. That you've had a nice peaceful place. And out. One more time. In. Just be mindful of that breath filling all your body. Through your lungs and your kidneys. All the way down to your toes. And out. One last time in and out. All of that negative energy. Is that better? That's better. I feel better. I feel better. Okay. All right. Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye. Good night. Um, all right, high quality people. You've been listening to the Better Days podcast. As always, we have Milo the Magnificent. Hey. Gabby the Virtuous. Ow. And me, Bobby the Divine, giving you an unfiltered POV with a dose of mental health remedy. And for more greatness, follow us on Instagram at Better Days Podcast. And if you have any questions for us or topics you'd like to share, or even if you're having a bad day and need to vent to someone, you can always hit up your girls here for free. Uh, <laughs> hit us up at our emails at betterdays.com. Uh, podcast at gmail.com and that's better days b-e-t-t-a-d-a-y-s-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com yes bye y'all bye, bye. 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 bye.